Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt, and with me this week, I got Paolo. What's going on? I got Douglas. Hello, hello. And Edward. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, not much. All right, guys. So um, let me open this envelope here. And uh, today's topic is going to be um, secrete identities. That is gross. <laughs> that is disgusting. Holy Wait, shit! I don't even Hang know what second. that means. Hang on a second. The Jamie Madrox my... episode is here. Let me get my <laughs> let me get my glasses. Let me get my glasses. <laughs> oh oh, secret identities. <laughs> I was about to say secret identities and <laughs> oh, <laughs> mutants. Do X Men fuck? <laughs> That's for the Sex Men episode. I'd get it right. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness. Um, yeah, so you guys were go- uh, going on this today about um, apparently Superman outed himself as Clark Kent in the comics recently. Not uh, just, as in, yeah, as in yesterday. Yeah, not just outed himself, but actually held a massive press conference around the world. <laughs> yeah, and told like, everybody, uh, "Hey guys, I'm Clark Kent. I'm Iron Man." Yes. Yeah. No. Essentially, yeah, it was akin to that. It was DC's big "I am Iron Man" moment, you could say. Ooh, that that I feel dirty. You saying that? But am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I felt I, I thought it was more like Peter Parker's reveal in Civil War. I don't know. I, I kind of the thing about the Peter Parker reveal. So I mean, mm. we, we should probably pretend this. So one of the things that's really big it. in comic books, and if you don't know this and you listen to us, you may have started a little late. You should probably go back a couple of episodes. <laughs> but secret identities is a thing in comic books. Um, the characters usually use a, be it false identity or like a, a mask or a, a, a fake name that they go by so that people aren't, you know, attacking their families. People aren't going after like their, their livelihoods outside of being heroes and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what better way to hurt the hero you're trying to hurt than to murder the shit out of his grandma? Exactly. So... What we're discussing is the fact that Clark Kent, which is the supposed secret identity of Superman, and I say supposed because that's a discussion in and of itself of the idea of whether Clark Kent or Superman is the real identity, um, you know, outed himself. Like, he he admitted that Clark Kent and Superman are the same person. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... As we were kind of discussing before, I mean, how how common is it for this, I, I guess you can call it a trope, of the hero revealing his secret identity? I mean, I, I can think of a few times in just, you know, the mainstream movies where this has happened. Um, I've read a few comics where it's happened as well. I mean, is this some sort of thing like in, um, I don't know, like in professional wrestling where like, you know, the Lutra, I guess, his mask ripped off, uh, you know, that's the end <laughs> of the character or is this just... Or if Hulk Hogan, you know, or, I'm sorry, um, Mr. America kind of pops the mask off real quick. Um, I would, <laughs> I would Hogan, say, you know what I mean? as a plot point, the secret identity normally comes out accidentally, like a villain unmasked them or something Ooh. like that. To to your point, Doug. Uh, what day is it, real quick? It is Thursday. Okay, so Daredevil still has his mask on. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think this is. A, I want to say almost this is more of a more recent development in comic books. Ever since comic books have started to be 
I, you, I almost want to say like they've become more adult in the sense that they, they the storylines kind of try to delve deeper into the character of the hero as opposed to just your typical hero fights villain A, B, C, or D today, and then this happens, and then that happens, and then end of story, we move on to the next one. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of uh, heroes now are doing these these more methodical stories where they delve into the actual psyche of the hero uh for example batman and the idea of whether or not bruce wayne is just the mask that batman wears to kind of keep himself grounded it is um <laughs> or or the idea of whether diana prince is wonder woman or is wonder woman diana prince which is if you if you if you think about it, it, it the question sounds exactly the same but really which one comes first Right. Yeah. Is, Which is, one yeah. is Superman the actual? Yeah. Is Superman the actual identity, and is Clark Kent the the mask he wears? Is off time from being Superman. So I mean, we kind of delved into this a bit uh, the previous episode about Gotham. How it's kind of a commonly held belief that Bruce Wayne is the alter ego to Batman, not the other way around. Uh, so you're saying that Batman is not unique in that sense. <sighs> Uh, unique is a, a, a rough way to put it. Uh, he's not the only one that has that conflict, but it comes from a different place. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Yeah, that's actually I mean, a really good way to put I it. I mean, yeah, because like in the case of like Superman, he was you know Kal El ever before he was. I'm not Kal El. Um, yeah, Kal El before he was ever Clark Kent. So argument, argument for argument's sake here. Kal El technically was a name he discovered he had when he discovered he was Kryptonian, which is actually yes. something he discovered after he was human. Mm -hmm. So he lived mm, his entire Clark his entire youth, his entire developing years were Clark Kent until he discovered he had powers and his parents were like, We found you when you were a baby, you're an alien. Yes. And yeah, him, him okay, being raised human is super important to the character. Yes, I was just about to say to answer your question, Matt, Clark Kent is like so Clark Kent is Superman. Right. Right? But the but the Clark Kent that you get on a daily basis is not Clark Kent. Right. Does that make sense? No, no, I I get it. You know, because like um, thinking back to like the old um, Christopher Reeves movies, where you know he's he's dressed up like Clark Kent, he's got to act like he's kind of a dweeb, but then like you know he like catches somebody or something when nobody's looking. Mm -hmm. You know, like he can't turn off his Superman. Right, right. I mean, what well, what I'm saying is that the the personality he has as Superman is who Clark Kent really is. Clark is just a dude from Kansas trying to do the right thing. Right. And that's Superman to a T. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and and so that's that's part of the the idea that I think uh, Brian Michael Bendis was currently writing. Um, Superman is trying to do. He's trying to explore less the duality and more the unification of the two identities. Because from what I'm from what I'm reading, what they're going to attempt to do is have him live his life outed as Superman. Out in the open. Yeah, out in the open. He's no he now and you see Clark Kent you know that Superman is there. When you see Superman, this is also Clark Kent. And the idea of his life no longer having to be split in two because he's in a happy marriage. He's got a child that can take care of himself. Uh, you know, that that's the ramifications of it are going to be explored and probably will be huge, I think, at least for a little while, um, which is something else that we, we bring up because this isn't the first time that a big hero has outed their identity and had their identity eventually put back in its box <laughs> yeah I, that's that's why i asked the question about daredevil I, yeah because because that's that that's my big thing you know th that's why i'm asking the question today because 
something as big as this sounds like okay they'll probably run with it for three or four weeks and then Brainiac's gonna like mind erase everybody and back to power, you know so, some bullshit yeah. excuse I that's mean, really know. how it used to work back in like the 60s 70s whatever it would be a one issue thing like a villain discovers it and by the end of that issue or maybe the next if they did like a two-parter it's back to the status quo um, nowadays they like to take a couple years uh, explore what stories they can tell with the identity being public and then when they're like okay we're out of ideas let's uh, make it secret again yeah let's let's go back to, let's go back to the status quo mm, gotcha okay so we're not going to see the next uh superman movie with him as clark kent and without a mustache <laughs> i don't i don't think so but i i definitely this is definitely something that that has big ramifications because it, in the actual issue um so currently what's happening in justice league just to kind of give people a, a small pretense to the, the, sure. the importance of this moment um, mm-hmm. Lex Luthor has become like an avatar of doom, so to speak, um, where he's like this super apex predator. He's changed from being just a regular human to being this kind of, uh, changed. It's weird. White. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Weird he's a white alien. hybrid. Yeah. And what ends up happening is when he watches the press conference, he actually reverts back into yep. businessman Lex, Lex Luthor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the uh, panel breakdown's fantastic because uh, Brainiac, like, the, the Legion of Doom is just chilling in their headquarters. <laughs> she and Brainiac just laughing shoots, shoots him a look. <laughs> That's true. No, Brainiac, uh, Brainiac I- shoots him a look and he's like, Luther, how did you not see this coming? And he's just shaking with anger back in a business suit. Luther. Yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining the entire planet simultaneously just going, like, smacking their hand on their forehead, like, and being like, holy shit, it was the glasses. So oh, they, they they played on that in the issue. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank God. Paul, they have Paul, to. They did have you want to. us to do that or? No, no. I was what I was gonna bring up was the 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 fact that it's not just the glasses in Superman's case. Like I know. Oh we, yeah. We oh, it's the posture. It. Yeah, it. it's yeah. It's it's body language. Um, but that's the other thing. It's how he carries. Yeah, himself, it's how yeah. he carries himself. Although, if I'm being honest, wearing just a basic mask is kind of really stupid. Trying to hide a secret identity, like what? Like how? Like Jordan? how exactly? Like how Jordan. Or or Robin yeah. or Nightwing? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like <laughs> or those... Green Arrow? Yes. Like how can you not tell or that Booster Oliver Gold? Queen <laughs> well, Oliver Booster Queen. Gold didn't really have or a secret Cyclops. identity. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, it gets it gets worse when you get to the female characters like Black Cat, <laughs> where it's just a thin outline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, before we drop those, I got I got to talk about the glasses suit. issue uh, in the Superman reveal. So before Superman calls a press conference, he goes to all the people in his life that he's close to. And reveals the secret identity. And yes. uh, so he goes to Jimmy Olsen. And he's like, Jimmy, I want to tell you something. He's like, yeah, what's up, Superman? And Superman just puts on his, puts on the Clark Kent glasses. And he's like, okay. And he's like, Jimmy, I, I'm Clark. And he's like, is this some kind of weird impression thing? Because your Batman's better. Uh, That's and, funny. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, I'm Clark Kent. He's like, can't you see it? And he's like, I didn't see Superman in glasses. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a moment of silence. And Superman just like Lois already called you, didn't she? Yeah. And, he's, and he's like, "Yep, <laughs> that's actually great. That's fantastic." And ironically, also one of the actually one of the funner episodes of the um, the was it Superman or was it Batman? The new animated? No, it was Batman. Um, the newer episodes of Batman the animated series. Newer. Are you talking about the crossover movie? No, not the crossover movie. The episode where uh, Robin goes to talk to Superman, and Superman decides to dress up as Batman. <laughs> oh, is that the one where they tricked Bane? Yes. yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So like, <laughs> he doesn't even like shoot him and like he's still walking forward. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I only remember a lot of the the major F parts, which was like the part where Bane tries to fight him, and it's just like <laughs> he's I, just like what's happening. I think Robin at one point tells him you kind of have to sell it, and he's like, <laughs> oh right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's, man. A, it's a really good episode. Like, it's, oh, it's really great. Um, but it kind of it also brings up the idea that you know uh, some superheroes actually don't even want uh, they they protect their secret identity so strongly that they don't even want other heroes to know. So, for example, like Spider Man before uh, Civil War, Spider Man didn't want anybody to know he was Spider Man. That he was Peter Except Parker. for the Fantastic Four. Except, they, they were the only ones he trusted. That's right. Except for the Fantastic Four. And that was because the Fantastic Four, um, they don't have secret identities. Right. Yeah. That's true. Along with Doctor huh. Doom. Doctor Doom doesn't have secret identity. He is his name is actually <laughs> Doctor Victor Von Doom. Victor no, Doom. it's actually just Victor Von Doom. He gave himself the doctorate. No, that, that's How legit, dare you? that's a legitimate doctorate. Like if yeah, Doom honestly, says you were a doctor, you are a doctor, prepare to perform surgery. <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree with that. You are a doctor. Perform rocket science. Right now. Enjoy your promotion. <laughs> Congratulations. But like I said, this is it, it's a really interesting study into the if you go into other characters aside from like the big main like the Trinity in DC, uh these gigantic uh big name characters in Marvel, um the study of the secret identity actually is huge. Um, and it's a really interesting topic to bring up because uh, different superheroes handle it differently. Uh, so, oh, so many different dynamics. Yeah, and the dynamics are very, very different for each one. So, for example, uh, the character of Daredevil that we were talking about a little bit before, making jokes about it. The <laughs> reason that we make this joke about it is because every couple of uh, storylines... Uh, Paulo, I don't, Paulo, I don't, I, I don't want to cut you off. What, what time is it? It's uh, 9.25. Yeah, uh, Matt Murdock's uh, Daredevil. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, the, so, Ed, Ed stealing my point on that. Um, <laughs> Storylines, Daredevil is Matt Murdock to, the, to all of New York City yeah. and Kingpin. And to everywhere. Just to the everywhere. entire U.S. Everybody in Guam knows. <laughs> and, then a couple of, and then a couple of issues later, we've, we've figured out how he's no longer Daredevil. Yeah, it's, just, it, it's yeah. thanks. In a food coma, everyone forgets. And uh, I swear to God, like, correct me if I'm wrong, fans or whatever, but there was a storyline that like ran like a year in the comics where he had to defend himself against being outed as Matt Murdock, and they concluded yeah. that storyline. And the very next storyline by the same writer was revealing his identity and him having to defend it again. Jeez, oh my Christ, god! Oh my god! No, you might be right. I don't. I don't know. Daredevil. I have a very weird relationship with Daredevil. I like it. What do you guys like? Go bowling and like. Listen, it's, really, like... it's really awkward. Um, <laughs> Do you play fight and listen to Evanescence? <laughs> Specifically in Playground, sir, and on Seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, I, I want to really like Daredevil. Like, I feel like the character is such an interesting concept. The fact that he's he's blind technically can see he's an acrobat all, all of that stuff he's I, blind catholic batman exactly I, no, and he's responsible for the mutant ninja turtles yes but all of that True, all but... of that still does not let me enjoy that character as much as i should 
Uh, he needs yeah, a good writer. I, I agree with you. He needs a good writer. Wait, um, has he ever had one? Uh, I hate to say it, Frank Miller actually wrote him fairly well. But that was that was back when Frank Miller like still was not completely insane. So when he was still writing the Dark Knight. Yeah. So in other words, when he, yeah, was, when he was still writing Batman, writing him as Batman. Pretty much. <laughs> he wrote a good Batman story. He was just wearing red pajamas. <laughs> and wait a second. And blind. Wait, wait a second. Mark <laughs> kind of like a bat. Uh, yeah. Daredevil wasn't the Mark Wade uh, Daredevil any good. It might have been. Yeah, I don't remember. It. I'm going to be honest. I haven't. I haven't read a lot of Daredevil. He's never really. Uh, he's never really grabbed me and for a lot of the reasons that Paulo just said. It's like he's got a lot going for him, and he should be really cool. He just. I isn't. tried to get into it when he was. Um, when he went evil, uh, you know, one of the the fifteen. Really yeah, cool. right. When he was wearing the black suit and everything. Yeah. And then he was. He was the head of the. the, uh, the yes, hands. exactly. He was head yeah. of a bunch of fucking ninjas. And yeah, that yeah, was boring yeah, the, as fuck, the street bro. level dudes were trying to fight yeah, him. Really? Yeah, because he fuck, became dude. like yeah, he became like a crime lord, like ninja crime lord. Because he was, that sounds awesome. Right? He was possessed. Everything by you just said sounds the shit. <laughs> this sounds like the coolest thing ever. How is this bad? All right, here let's think about uh, another character. Uh, like uh, for example, Luke Cage. I don't think he's ever had a secret identity. He was. He used to be Power Man. Oh yeah. yeah, but when he was so, Power Man, did people not know who he was? Because I mean, he only had the tiara. He showed his face all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, he really that was not so much of a secret. <laughs> he had a tiara. It was just his code <laughs> he name did. what he called himself. Ah, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's one of the few characters where I only know him as Luke Cage. I, I didn't know about him as Power Man. So like, he never hid behind a secret identity. I don't know. He, he, really. he did like punch Doctor Doom in the face for two hundred dollars. Uh, I think it was the chest. I think it was the, oh, chest, was the chest a bunch of times. Yeah. For two hundred dollars. For for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes, but but the turkey know, paid up. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> if I'm being honest, though, we're pretty sure that was a Doom bot. It wasn't really Doom. Oh, jeez, here we go. <laughs> it's always a Doom bot. In, in any case, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, Luke Cage. Victor yeah. Vaughn, don't punch me in the chest, Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah. So Luke Cage is one of those characters. Um, Moon Knight is actually a really interesting uh, secret identity situation as well. He doesn't even know. Yeah, who he, he, doesn't, is. yeah he doesn't know who he is either. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Moon Knight. So Moon Knight is—he's another one of Marvel's Batman. Yes. Ah. So kind of, sort of, I guess you could say. But at the same time, he's also crazy and has multiple personalities. Uh, so Batman. So ba- <laughs> <laughs> also powered by an Egyptian moon god, just Best, like Batman. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> just like Batman. Uh, Moon Knight, but yeah, Moon Knight's fun. There was a rumor at one point that Keanu Reeves might be playing Moon Knight at some point, but oh, that that could have been cool. Yeah. That's all right. I want to I want to interrupt you for a second. That's the dumbest goddamn name I've heard. I think on this podcast what? yet. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. No, but the costume. Moon Knight. No, if I'm being honest, the costume is pretty fucking cool though. Oh yeah. No, I don't care. I hear Moon Knight. I think Mac tonight. I thought you were. Oh wow. <laughs> Remember that old uh, McDonald's commercial? Okay, not for nothing. I now want a a Moon Knight comic starring Moon Mac, like starring the the Moon Mac guy. Yeah, Mac tonight. Just put like just like with the cape and the, and the cowl and everything, but his giant moon face. I want this. Right? I, want, I want him to headbutt people like a scythe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. So going back to that, like I said, Moon Knight. He's gone and the, the he's gone through different iterations as well. Like he'll mm-hmm. he'll get sane again and then go crazy again. So oh yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing that happens. So that's another weird secret identity that they that they they do. Um, One so something I did want to bring up, um, especially for an episode with, with secret identity, something that you don't see anybody dive into too often. 
So Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, right? People know he's Hal Jordan. Yes. But who gives a fuck? Because who the fuck is Hal Jordan? That's also true. That's also a really, really good point. Like, a lot of these people are just regular people. Like, if you find out who, yeah, so if you find out who, like, a Barry Allen is, like, that's kind of a big deal, because he's a uh, forensic scientist right? It, for, the, for, for the police. Yeah, there's, con- or, there's or, like, if you find out, yeah, conflict. like, you find out who, who Oliver Queen is, that's kind of a big deal, because he's the head of, of uh, Queen Industries. You find out who Hal Jordan is, you're like, I have no idea who this oh, is. Oh, yeah, Hold didn't on. they play with that in that uh, Justice League they, they uh, cartoon? Play, okay, so they actually, yeah, Lex the, the episode was, yeah, the, the episode, and I, I, this is one of the greatest moments in TV, in my opinion, you're right. Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, <laughs> I, I won't steal your so, thunder. Um, Gorilla Grodd tries to steal um, the brain of Wally West in the process uh, because Wally West is the Flash in the Justice League cartoon. Um, yes. Through some sort of mishap, Lex Luthor switches brains with Wally West. I thought it was just they switched bodies. Uh, they switch. Oh yeah, no, they switch bodies. Oh, yeah, brains, bodies. It's, a, it's the same, same, same thing. thing. Whatever, same thing. whatever, whatever. Semantics. So, tomato, tomato. Lex Luthor immediately figures out how to use Wally West's powers. Starts running around the the Watchtower, beating the crap out of everybody. Runs into the bathroom <laughs> and he goes, "Lex, you're having a really bad day. <sighs> At least you can find out the secret identity of the Flash." He takes off his foot, <laughs> the mask. He looks at himself in the mirror and he goes, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Puts the mask back on and keeps on running. Yeah, exactly. And then he steals 40 cakes. <laughs> oh, that's that's four tens. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then you get the other side of the angle where Wally West is Lex, is, uh, Lex Luthor trying to fight Gorilla Grodd <laughs> with no powers. <laughs> oh, and hi. Yeah, but he has that Scrooge McDuck money. No, he has a Scrooge McDuck yeah. money and the crazy... Wait. I forget what the character's uh, name was. The crazy witch lady warsuit? who was really, really into him, into Lex. And she's like, oh, Lex, I love you so much. She had that weird accent. I don't know. I just remember him coming out of the bathroom as Lex Luthor, and and oh, like yes. I think it was yeah, it was like Gorilla Grodd saying like, "What you didn't wash your hands?" And he's like, "I'm no. a villain." No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd goes, "You're not gonna wash your hands," and he comes out he's like, "No, because I'm evil." <laughs> that is diabolical. All right, I think we should take a break on that. We should probably when we come back, we should talk about how stupid the ways that they have put back secret identities have become. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. See you on the other side. Remember every time you listen to us without liking and sharing Rob Leifeld will draw another foot. So please do not forget to like share and subscribe to our podcast on wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you. All right, and we're back. And while we're on break, Matt Murdock is now no longer Daredevil. Daredevil, what? we do not, yeah, we don't know who he is anymore. <laughs> Damn that vigilante. His identity is now secret. <laughs> I know. I don't know how he pulled it off, but he proved that he wasn't Matt Murdock. Man, that is one unlucky lawyer. I know, for real. <laughs> Seriously, man. He can't catch a break. 
bad enough he's in hell's kitchen i can't believe they keep Ooh. they keep trying to accuse him of being this vigilante but that man is blind yes yeah, seriously you, you literally took the words out of my mouth it doesn't make any sense seriously none whatsoever man. it doesn't make a lick of sense guys Pe Not people a are ridiculous Not people a are ridiculous exactly all right, so let me summarize where we've been. So Superman is out of himself. It's triggered this conversation. We kind of talked about some of the ways, you know, at a high level, how the trope works. Either you got characters like a Superman, a Batman, a Wonder Woman, where um, their secret identities are kind of entangled into their uh, their super characters, their heroic characters, I guess. Um, then you got characters like a Spider-Man who tightly guard their secret identity, uh, then you got Luke Cage, you know, who just doesn't give a crap. And he's like, hey, I'm Luke Cage. I'm indestructible. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of you, you kind of generally are going to fall into one of those four camps. Um, and, and I think this would be a good time now to kind of um, really, really try to do a deep character study of some of these guys. So, um, you know, again, just to, the most typical one um and just because the movies are so dang popular, I think it'd be a good idea to kind of start with Tony Stark and Iron Man. Cause um, you know, if, if I remember correctly, that's how the first movie ends with him saying, Hey, I'm Iron Man. What? Um, it, so, I mean, how did they handle that in the comics? You know, one of the most interesting parts about this, that I feel like that was a change that was made specifically in the, in the cinematic universe uh, because of John Favreau deciding that, or I think, no, that was that ad lib by Tony, by um, Barb Danny Jr. And they just put was it in the movie. I feel like it was ad lib, but I don't. I to be honest with you, I don't know. I I would need to. Yeah, fact, I would need yeah, to fact no check idea. that. I feel like yeah. I heard that somewhere, but I may be making shit up. But regardless, in the comics, so in the comics, the idea and they nod to this in the in the um, in the movie. Iron Man used to be Tony Stark's bodyguard. Air quotes, yes. kind of, yeah, air quotes heavily implied. Yes, oh, I forgot yeah, about that. He used to be he used to be Tony Stark's bodyguard, and then. Um, believe it or not, he's been out, outed multiple times as Iron Man. Um, yeah. like at one point, at one point during his most, uh, alcoholicness, <laughs> uh, Ed said it earlier, Ed said it earlier when we were discussing th this man was in front of the UN general Consul, drunk off his ass. Oh, magically drunk off his yes. ass. Demon in a bottle. No, no, this is no, no, no. This was during, uh, Avengers disassembled. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Cause I yeah, it was a. God, no, because I remember he pulled that Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm, you know, here's Iron Man bullshit in, in Demon in a Bottle a couple times. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Iron Man's mask coming out with a bunch of pie on its face. Hello. <laughs> I'm just picturing Iron Man with like the Mrs. Doubtfire dress on. Just, <laughs> Repulsor blast. <laughs> but his. So what they did with that is they actually made it very much the idea that we all know Tony Stark is who Tony Stark is and who he is is Iron Man. So that character became synonymous with the hero. Tony Stark and Iron Man were one and the same. You knew that when Tony Stark was around, Iron Man was around. When Iron Man was around, you're, when you're fighting Iron Man, you're fighting Tony Stark. One of the things that also does is it makes for an interesting concept where they can write stories where you're now looking at Tony Stark doing things because of the fact he's Iron Man. So if we're being honest, at one point he becomes um, 
director of Shield, mm-hmm. right after he yeah, does. right after Civil War, and he one does. of the reasons that becomes a director of Shield is because he's goddamn Iron Man. Yeah, he's he's got all the intelligence of Tony Stark, and all, and now the now that he's public, they know that he's got like all that experience as a superhero. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I was about to say he's got everything to back which, it up. Which we would be we would be remiss not to mention the fact that um, that Civil War storyline is huge in terms of secret identities. Like that was the actual dividing factor in the comic book Civil War story was the idea that now these superheroes would have to register their identities would be revealed to the uh, federal government. Oh, the public, yeah, yeah that, federal yeah, government. Not, all, not yeah, the public, all of that would be technically, key. but. Might as well be public. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, but like, like, because it, it was one of those things that like you could request like a public record and you get all of that. Like, like oh, yeah. regular Joe Schmo could just look up who like you know Black Panther or like Moon Knight or whoever whoever was registered. They could just go check that out. Oh, I was actually not aware of that. I thought it was still secret under Shield. No, no. Uh, well, they were supposed to do. So. I, I I'm not sure what it was, but I know one person they did not help when they fucking <laughs> did that, which is another person we have to talk about. Is what they did to Spider-Man as a result of that. <gasps> uh, the old Parker Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. So Iron Man is on the side of the Registration Act. Um, he is because he's out in the public as Iron Man. He has no problem hiding a secret, having a secret identity because he doesn't have one. He convinces Peter Parker because Peter Parker looks up to or rather convinces Spider-Man who he who looks up to to Iron Man to Tony Stark. Now, I, mind yeah, you, I was about to say he's yeah. kind of like a father figure at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, but Uncle Tony's pretty uh, pretty solid of a yeah. choice here. Uh, mm-hmm. Convinces him to oust himself in front of everybody. <laughs> Bro, this would be a great idea. Nothing can go Nothing wrong. Nothing can go wrong. And <laughs> yeah, then, it's, and it's, then it's, Peter has a nice big, uh, you know, uh, conf- press conference. Press conference. Where he tells everybody that he has been Spider-Man since he, takes he was. Yep. With the mask and he's like... I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to see the reaction from JJ. You get to see the reaction from everybody who finds out. Aunt May at this point finally finds out too. I thought she knew. No, I, I don't. I, I forget. I, I, I thought Jay knew I too. That's, an, that's another one who, that's another person. No, he who, didn't. Who, no, J, J. Jonah didn't know. Um, but that's another. Jay Jonah must have shit himself. Oh my God, he faints. He collapses. Like his chair actually <laughs> falls over on the pa- one of the panels. Um, and... Then everything goes wrong. <laughs> um, he by the end of it, he is back in the black costume because um, Aunt May is dead. Uh, no, oh, oh, no, 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 no critical dead, almost dead, almost dead because yeah. Kingpin yeah, put out critical a, condition. Yes, Kingpin put out a hit on uh, <laughs> on Aunt May. <laughs> no, 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 but but like, what kind of an asshole do you have to be to, to put a hit out on a geriatric woman you have you're the kingpin of crime yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a fisk level asshole <laughs> excuse me did you just call marissa tome geriatric <laughs> I no, we're, we're, said, we're, that, that's been, not okay, fair man that, <laughs> we're talking about mcguire's hit i would have been i would have been far more upset if it was marissa marissa <laughs> tome <laughs> May that got shot my biological clock is ticking like this <laughs> <laughs> oh wait wrong, wrong marissa tome movie <laughs> i will say though that did result in two cool moments which is a uh spider-man uh using spider sense to figure out where the shot came from and then one hand oh picking yeah. up a jeep and tossing a jeep from street level into a four-story oh, yeah. apartment window yeah. with one hand. Not for nothing, seeing like the full 
potential of Spider-Man unleashed on a bunch of just regular ass dudes and then Kingpin. Oh yeah, was pretty oh, cool. That was yeah, pretty then cool. Spider-Man broke into prison to bitch slap Fisk around a bit. Yeah, <laughs> he beat the fuck out of like everybody because yeah. he could. He was like, "Who's stopping me? None of you." I mean, look at how strong like I said, that was. One of those... Spider-Man is so swollen; everyone forgets. <laughs> that was one of the things that went wrong. And then let's not forget when he decided to that he needed. He was changing his mind that he didn't think that the registration act was the way to go. Uh, Tony sicked. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Tony. Tony fights him. He runs away. Yeah. Uh, he goes. Doesn't Spider-Man beat the fuck out of him? Sh- no, they beat the shit out of each other because uh, he's still wearing at this point the Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. He's still wearing the Iron Spider suit. And then suit. he shuts the suit down on him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when oh, he shuts sure. the suit down on him, Shield uh, Maria Hill specifically sends out uh, the Thunderbolts or their n- new version of the Thunderbolts who are their like villain Suicide Squad kind of deal. It wasn't that when Norman Osborn was leading them? No, no, no. It okay. wasn't when Norman Osborn was leading them. This is before okay. that. Um, he- Wait, did, did they stick the Thunderbolts on them or the Dark Avengers? I, no, it was the Thunderbolts because it was like yeah. rando, rando characters at that point. Yeah, Dark, Dark, Dark <laughs> Avengers didn't have Dude, no, it was War. a bunch of jobbers. Or after a secret invasion. No, literally it was a bunch of jobbers because they beat the shit out of Spider-Man. They almost kill him. And then the Punisher shows up, fucking saves Spider-Man. Mold <laughs> <laughs> down because his superpower is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and takes and takes Spider-Man to Captain America. So that Captain America, they, right. they could save his life because he was like, That's oh, he right. had gotten his ass kicked. I mean, That's right. the, the, two, the two takeaways I get from the Spider-Man being outed is, A, I really need to freaking sit down and finally read Civil War. Um, and B, it's almost as if secret identities in a way keep things civil in a sense of Spider-Man. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, seriously, like, okay, you know, he outs himself, Aunt May gets killed. And so what's holding him back now? You gotta remember. <laughs> yeah. You gotta remember. Mm-hmm. Spider Man is one of those street level heroes. So he shouldn't be. He shouldn't yeah, be that's the no. thing. He's he's, he's way not. More he's way more powerful yeah, like, than he really is. But but like I was gonna say, that leaves him exposed to like the the regular criminal element, not just the um super villains. criminal element. Yeah. And also, he's not rich, and that really helps you protect your loved ones. Yeah, generally, yeah. rich will. Yeah, Tony Stark has all the money in the world. He can hire bodyguards. He has suits that protect people. But speaking of that, you know who should be rich? Spider-Man. Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, he's a fucking genius. <laughs> he's a teenage genius. That dude should have all of the money. Really should, Those web shooters that he uses, he built himself, and he was like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something that we often forget is the fact that this man – I mean, in later comics, obviously, they, they take advantage of the fact that he is super intelligent, and then he becomes Tony Stark light. Yeah. So right, speak, right. Yeah, he definitely becomes uh, Diet Tony where, Stark. Where, where Spider-Man uh, – Tony, Tony Stark Max. Where Spider-Man is now his bodyguard. <laughs> air, quotes. air quotes and then so what he does so he actually what he does is so that spider-man and peter parker could be the same place price in the same in the same place at the same time sorry totally out of word oh, good. he hires the prowler to be spider-man whenever he is peter parker that's so i, I do remember that, that, that yeah. was that was that dan slot's run is a lot of fun actually oh what's it called when we were talking about the uh spider-man uh tony stark fight i was thinking of the thor iron fight from right after Civil oh War. that was a great fight when thor just like shows yeah. up and backhands him he's like what do you what do you, what do you didn't stop it? yeah fight is a generous term <laughs> that was not a fight man that was <laughs> if you haven't if you have not read the thor that started right after civil war ended 
by J. Michael Straczynski. Just go read it. <laughs> go oh, read it. He throws him a fucking beer. <laughs> um, oh, man. He, that, All right. That's actually, sorry to just before we cut no, that. Cool. One, one yeah, more thing. Yeah. That's another interesting one that we should probably talk about in its own episode. The idea of Thor, whether he has a secret identity or if he's just wearing oh, the skin yeah. of someone. We, that's another episode we'll need to do. But later on, just for that, Thor episode, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, no, like I was saying, though, so Spider Man, um, his secret identity, in a way, it's kind of holding him back because you know if he starts going, you know, beating the shit out of Wilson Fisk in broad daylight, you know, he's gonna be more, he's gonna figure out who Aunt May is quicker. But when he, fi- you know, outs himself like that, he goes after Aunt May, all hell breaks loose. So, not, not for nothing though. Could, could you imagine a like a, a Spider-Man unleashed with like a Spider-Man with nothing to lose, like constantly? That's if what he I'm didn't saying. have like with, like an Aunt May, no Mary, and like it's it's just Peter. That's, that's what I'm getting. And he, do, and he doesn't that's care. That's what I'm getting. Amazing. That sounds fantastic. That's actually, so, oh, that's so much more that, interesting. Yeah. I want this. That's a secret identity. It keeps him grounded. Yeah, he would jump up a whole nother level of the superhero. Oh, yeah. God, I would love that. Are you kidding me? Now that now I want this. <laughs> okay, Disney. Jo- Jonathan, Jonathan Hickman, do this. Oh, Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin Spider Man's life so we can see this. Never, All right. I never knew I wanted something so much until just now that I knew I didn't have it. All right, Paulo, save your web. We already did two episodes on Spider Man. Save your well, web. Also, one of the other Whip. things we need to talk about is how stupid they fix that. Spider-Man? Spider-Man and his right, real quick. Do it real quick. How did they fix it? Oh, he makes a deal with Satan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Classic superhero move. The same Satan that Doctor Doom punched in the face? Yes. Actually, that yes. exactly yeah. same Satan. Okay, yes. making sure. Yes. Making yes. sure. Okay. Literally the same Satan. All right. Uh, all right. So we were kind of talking before about uh, Luke Cage before. Somebody that doesn't even bother with secret identity. Um, I think it might be more fun to talk about the Fantastic Four. Um, aside from the thing... They're all pretty easy to identify. I would say the thing's even easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you, he can't have a secret identity. I mean, unless unless, them, unless you knew he was Michael. Ch- I was going to say, unless you knew he was Michael Chiklis before he went into space, how would you know? He had a whole show. <laughs> <laughs> He's made of a bunch of tiny Dwayne Johnsons. <laughs> oh, oh, but, uh, one of the greatest things, though, is A, the Fantastic Four never having secret identities. It kind of really establishes the whole family uh, like feel of them because they're just like a family that lives together and have superpowers. Yeah, they're, they're a family of superheroes. But it, it also shows that uh, being the smartest man in the world really helps protect your loved ones. Well, it also helps. Yeah, it also, definitely, definitely. Has I mean, not only that, it also helps when your loved ones also have superpowers. Like, I'm sorry, uh, Susan Storm is a lot more powerful than like just going invisible. They, they yeah. later on gave her the fact that it's not that she turns invisible; she actually controls force fields. That benefit. right. So yeah. she's able to like put up force fields. She's able to hold explosions. She actually. Mm stops a thunderbolt that thor that uh, i'm sorry a cyborg thor was going to use to kill a bunch of heroes and she's like enough of this yeah he's like nah. yeah. or a thorbot if you will yeah yeah and a, as shown in a, a bunch of what ifs like the only thing stopping her from instantly killing any villain is her like she, in others what if stories and whatnot she's just like oh yeah i created a force field inside your brain and pop your head yeah yeah you're, you're just yeah dead. she could do that mm-hmm. Deal she could that. do that if she wanted to. She could just do that. That she's yep. so 
So it sounds like we're getting at here is the same thing as Luke Cage, where if you're just so fuck you powerful, you don't even need to bother. Um, yeah, it, it does come with its own drawbacks. Like I said, um, not having secret identity means everybody knows who you are. And um, I, I think that was brilliantly demonstrated the time social services came to try and take the Fantastic Force kids away. <laughs> Wait, why? So I have it. So I, I have this image in my head of like social services showing up and they're just like, yeah, yeah, they go with it. And then as they like load the kids into the car, they're like, say goodbye like to, to your parents. They're like waving goodbye. The car's like halfway down the street, and Reed just stretches into the back seat and grabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, because aren't, aren't the Fantastic Four's kids? Aren't they kind of like, uh, you know, the baby from The Incredibles? All right, time uh, out. Uh, Franklin Richards, who is the son of Reed Richards and Sue Richards, is an Omega level mutant. That man uh, is a reality means. warping mutant. Doesn't yeah. the doesn't the term Omega mutant though kind of slide a bit depending on the writer? Not, not anymore. anymore. Yeah, they, they have terms for it now. Now you can be Omega in a cert classification, and his classification is controlling reality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's the best at warping he reality. Just creates, like he, he just creates uh, universes uh, in his spare yeah. time. After yeah. wow. after the recent Secret Wars, he cre- he recreated the multiverse. There was one reality, and he then created millions of others. <laughs> he was like, "But how about this, though?" Yeah, yeah. no, that he they so. Uh, but how about that's this? actually exactly what it is, and then Reed throws those baby universes back into the 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 the, the yeah. whatever the whatever. It's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whatever it's called, the, so that they can yeah, flourish and reform. Yeah, that is actually something that happens. There are panels yeah. where this is Franklin Richards. A I think he's like twelve or thirteen at this point now. I think fifteen. They aged him up a they few, aged time, him up a few years. T- a few years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's able to just say, "Oh, you know what, man? I'm just gonna create this universe, and Dad's gonna throw it into the ether and let it let it flourish." Yeah. <laughs> all that all that makes me think of is that Futurama quote. Hey, I was a god once. Yeah, you're pretty good at it too. Until everybody died. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of, of dying, I guess to finish that story, uh, they're like, you know, hey, you guys are world famous superheroes. You have tons of enemies. It is not safe for your kids to be in your custody. So Reed Richards pretends to go along with it, and he's like, no, no, Sue, you know, they're right for the government. We got to follow the law. So then uh, they basically they show this remote house uh, saying, like, you know, this is where the children were transported, and it's all being kept secret by S.H.I.E.L.D. No one will ever find out. And uh, it says, like, 29 minutes after they arrive, and the house just blows up. And then it cuts back to the Baxter building where Reed, uh, Sue, and the social services worker are watching the house uh, from a remote video. And the uh, social services worker was like, it, it took less than a half hour for them to crack shield security, find out where they are, and destroy the house. <laughs> and uh, that's when they revealed that they never actually took the kids. It was all an experiment that Reed Richards proposed. And he goes, yeah, see, this is why they're safer here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what would have been funnier is if you said that the kids blew the house up. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I interpreted that, it that's as. That's what I thought first. I didn't realize that the whole family was actually that they were trying to kill the the kids. Yeah, that that was the point. Is that so, like if they were taken away from the Richards, it would take less than a half hour for the Fantastic Four villains to figure out where they went and kill them. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. So yeah. So I, I, I guess yeah. I guess we could just conclude that the Fantastic Four just never bothers secret identity because money. Fuck you. We're too powerful and money. <laughs> yeah. Money <laughs> is a superpower. So I mean, if we're being honest here. I mean, yeah. look at Batman. Yeah. 
Tony in Stark. I, in either case, there, there's yeah. another uh, character we should probably bring up. Yeah, time. the Sentry. Because I, again, I, I, I gotten through like the first volume or so, of New Avengers, and I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is the deal with that. Uh, so is he. Who? <laughs> who? Uh, who? The Bob? Sentry. Yeah. Bob. No, Bob. Yeah, and Bob. The Bob. The Bob. He's, 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 just, he's Bob. just Bob. The clothing store. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the furniture store? Yeah. How dare you? I've got my Bobopedic upstairs. All, right. First of all. <laughs> Bob, if you're looking for sponsors, you know we have no we have no problem with that. Either. Uh, Bob's Furniture Store, we'll, we'll sell our we'll, we'll shill out for you. It's no problem. However, Bob Reynolds is just your regular average Joe, who at some point in time had his what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Bob Reynolds was your average regular Joe <laughs> when. <laughs> Until he drank the super science serum. His entire identity (laughs) and and history as a superhero was erased. All right. From everything. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because, like I said, I I know about that. And Emma Frost had to, like, go into his brain to try to figure out what his deal was. Had to put the puzzle back together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the reason for that is because uh, Bob Reynolds is a uh, schizophrenic with borderline personality disorder who. According to his, yeah, according to his history, had um, took a super serum, super soldier formula serum, serum okay. that gave him the power of a thousand exploding suns. What does that mean? Uh, meaning he yeah, he was like super powerful. He's like he's Marvel's version of Superman. I was about to say that's every everybody's Marvel Superman. I'm pretty sure I was Marvel Superman at one point. However, however, it also as a side effect made him his worst villain because when he has some fugue moments he becomes the void which is a like crazy super powered thing yeah i don't know how to describe it yeah it's a thing (laughs) he's a he's he's a giant ethulu yeah yeah and so he's an elder he's an elder so he's saying that he's void sorry go ahead I was going to say, so you're getting at is that he's got, he's really three, he's really th- got three identities. Yes. He's, yep. He's the Sentinel. I mean, the, the Sentry. Sentry. He's the Void. And he's Bob Reynolds. And <laughs> it can be argued that he might even have more because even Bob has fractured memories of what happened. Like he has one memory of him volunteering to drink this science uh, serum to gain these powers for the scientists. Then he also has other memories where he snuck into the lab and drank random chemicals to get high. Right. That's right. Uh, There's one memory where he's supposed to be a volunteer. There's another one where he's supposed to be a junkie. Um, Ironically enough, we also currently have a situation where he's back in the Marvel universe currently is what's going on. And Mm -hmm. he's accepted the void. I was just about to say, didn't they do a? Uh, didn't they run a story where the, the the end of this is he's merging the three personalities and he's just dumb powerful? Yeah, and super evil, by the way. Yeah, they uh, they were doing two stories. They were doing a story in Black Panther and Agents of Wakanda, where he was trying to merge the personalities, and then they're doing a, a separate storyline, like immediately after in uh, an Annihilation Scourge, uh, where uh, the Bob Reynolds has been forced out of the the sentry slash void so um and right now uh, bob reynolds personality is merged with the silver surfer to try and get the sentry back under control that Mm. is interesting that's actually what they're currently doing with that um annihilation storyline which is i i haven't started reading that yet i may though just because it bears one of my favorite it bears one of my favorite storylines of all times the name 
So basically, Nope is a part of it too. So yeah. So in summary, Bob Reynolds, The Sentry, The Void. There's there's no up or down, left or right with that one. Uh, yeah, kind of. The one uh, constant seems to be that uh, his personalities conflict in such a way that for every good deed the Sentry does, the Void has to inflict an equal act of evil upon the universe. Because mm, because like from what I've read of him, he's not like oh man, there's trouble, you know, in mild manner. Bob Reynolds, you know, springs into <laughs> action as the Sentry. It's just like oh no, it's happening again and. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bob. Like, somebody let Bobby R out of his box. Yeah, that, and then yeah. he's you know the sentry and he saves the day, or he's yeah. the void and he just murder kills everything. Yeah, and uh, like the sentry is an exaggerated, like confident, uh, you know, version of his persona, uh, whereas his actual persona is just a really scared, crazy person. Right. It's just Bob. It is just Bob. So that's all right. So that's I guess that. Hmm. That that's a uh, a third pillar, I guess, of of the trope. Where yeah, it's just all over the goddamn place. He he doesn't know what the hell he is, and no, he's got fair. superheroes with, entangled into it. With you saying, uh, or, uh, 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 Doug, you brought up something interesting when you said that they took Bob Reynolds out of the equation. Mm. Um, do we want to talk about what happens with Batman when you take Bruce Wayne out of the equation? That's an interesting but, topic. That that's. It's it's something just to just to kind of um, I guess kind of drive home the idea that that secret identities have such an interesting place within within superheroes. So there was a storyline uh, a couple of years back. Well, Grant Morrison was writing, of course, the great Grant Morrison, um, eighth level uh, cleric of the snake god. Of, which snake god is he? The easy worship? No. Okay. So he's a uh, practitioner of sigil okay. magic. Excuse you. Oh, that's right. He has. A, he, he also has a clothing line now on Amazon. In, guy, in case you guys are interested. <coughs> Wait. Yes, what? he does. Uh, I will also shill for Grant Wait, Morrison what? if you ever want to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> Amazon.com/slash Grant Morrison. You can buy his this shirts. Is a real and, thing? No, this is a real thing. You can buy his his shirts and <laughs> this is no, this looking isn't this up a as speak. Yeah. His up. shirts, hoodies, and wizard cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Morrison, you can pay us and we'll shit talk Alan Moore all you want. <laughs> yeah, Watchmen, it's fucking garbage. I mean, oh, you don't need to pay me for that. You don't have to pay me for that, but, you know, I'll. How dare you, sir? Honestly, that would hurt me to say, but I'd do it for money. <laughs> <laughs> In either case, so this character named Dr. Hurt is pretty much feeding, you know, he's systematically trying to break. Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Because I would have thought who, better who, from Dr. Hurt. Yeah, right? You would think. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and what they do is they inject him with a whole bunch of heroin. They, they, throw, and, they throw a cock of drugs at him. They, 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 they kidnap Batman. Uh, they beat they beat him up and they they drug him up and then leave him in the streets of Gotham. Uh, they they use the word uh, weapons grade crystal yes, meth in there somewhere. Wow. Yes. Um, did this come out in the eighties? No, this no. is, this no. is this was 2009. Oh my god. Uh, or earlier, uh, the 2007, 2008, 2009. Um, where this goes though is that his mind is so or like what happened on weapons grade crystal meth i don't know my um, mind exactly yeah uh but to kind of drive the point home that uh batman's prepared for anything, anything uh grant throws in this idea that batman has trained himself that he's ever gotten to a point where he's completely like lost his mind he just pulls bruce wayne from the like out of the equation yep huh so his his subconscious uh kicks another personality to his consciousness and he's now the Batman R. He's wearing a uh, purple and uh, yellow a, suit. 
and yeah, it's a purple, yellow, and red suit that he's that he's sewn together from rags that he's found in, like in Crime yes. Alley. In in, red, in a random <laughs> alley. He's brandishing yeah. a ball oh. bat, just looking to dole out justice. <laughs> just please look this up. The Batman of Zorro. Now, for those of you who have been listening for a long, long time, you'll also know that we we occasionally talk about the Golden Age. So back during the Golden Age of comics, Batman once met the Batman of Zoranar, which is a Batman from an alternate dimension. Uh, who I wore... think this was a Silver Age story. Oh, is it in the a 70s. Silver Age story? No, I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting so. me. It was a Silver Age story. So we no sometimes problem. covered the Silver Age. You know, fuck the Golden Age, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Uh, yeah, so he meets this character at some point. Like, this is actually a character that he met. And now in comics, it's a throwback to this is the crazy mind replacement that we get when Batman takes Bruce Wayne out of the equation and tries to save himself by becoming the Batman of Zoranar. Crazy homeless Batman, as I like to call him. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Yes. yes. So he's, he's got like a he's got a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. No, but he doesn't murder much. anybody because he still doesn't yeah. kill. Yeah. He's the wow. anything, he's, anything but murder hobo. <laughs> All right. He's horribly violent. Do we do we want to keep talking about this? Do we want to move on to the last kind of trope of secret identities? I think it's time to move on. I mean, we we established what that was. I'm mad at this clothing line. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of bringing it to where we started the night. Um, like, kind of, we we kind of touched on how the Trinity, you know, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, they all kind of have a unique. Um, thing going on with their identity where it's pretty much entwined into them yeah they, they are in a both way. their their persona as a hero and their persona as mm-hmm. a civilian right clark kent is just as much superman as superman as clark kent right yeah i was like like i was saying earlier the clark kent that he plays like he plays at uh the daily planet is an act like superman is clark mm-hmm Right, but then again, a lot of Superman's actions are based off of what he knows as growing up as Clark Kent. No, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh yeah, he's God, saying yeah. that the Clark at the plant isn't the real Clark. Right. Yeah, right, right. but but that he is Clark still at his core. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Ka- Kal-El is just the Kryptonian name for Clark Kent. So yeah. To speak. <laughs> I mean, well then then there's the argument regarding Batman, where Batman is um, supposedly the main kind of personality that's there but Mm. bruce wayne is just what's left of the scared little boy that saw his parents get murdered and then didn't get any help psychiatrically and (laughs) you know has a lot of anger issues and parental issues that were never resolved and now takes it out yeah and then years later did weapon grades prison (laughs) (laughs) uh and then just to kind of touch on on wonder woman we have uh, a character who is essentially like she decided like after the seventies where at one point they tried to do this whole thing where Diana Prince was going to be different from Diana from, you know, um, Wonder I, Woman. Herself. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about Seth Wonder Woman. Yeah. They just, they, they, they now Diana Prince is, they Wonder tried Woman. some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tried some stuff. It wasn't great. Um, she was powerless for a while. It was sort of James Bond. Not yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kung Fu bell bottoms. Yeah. Uh, no, but Diana Diana is the embodiment of who she is. Like uh, Diana and Wonder Woman are one and the same, mm-hmm. and they are that one unit that they identify as. Like so, she introduces <laughs> yeah, herself unit. as Diana, and everybody knows her as Wonder Woman because that's the persona that she puts on as a hero. But she is Diana when she introduces herself to everybody. True. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Wonder Woman in that sense, I guess, is that it would be the same as like a Luke Cage or a Fantastic Four. Yeah, hmm. sometimes they, they try and play with giving her back a secret identity, but she really only uses it to like have downtime. <laughs> Seems like, yeah. I don't know. To like eat a sandwich. <laughs> Hang out with the Minotaur in her Which kitchen. is not what she's doing in the movies, ironically. I don't know if you watched that trailer. Uh, she definitely is. That a... trailer's fucking cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, just, I just I just rock out to that song, man, that's playing in it. It's good song. It's really good. Song. Yeah. But um I mean anything else we really want to say about the duality though? Because I mean that that's always kind of something that's really fun in some of the various comics. Um that, I, that I've gone through over the years, you know, where, yeah. you know, people are always like giving Superman crap for one reason or another for like always being s- such a boy scout. Well, I think what's interesting is other people's projections onto Superman. Like, first off, there's that classic, uh, I believe, Silver Age story where Lex Luthor builds a computer to determine Superman's identity and the computer calculates and it comes back with the answer that Superman and Clark Kent's the same person and, and <laughs> Luther refuses to believe it because he's like I must have built this computer wrong there's no way a god like Superman would pretend to be this dweeb oh that's good yeah <laughs> stupid motherboard yeah. I, feel like, I, feel like I really I actually I, built I really like what Doug said just now is that that projection that we put on the heroes that we see and and it, it kind of I, I believe it it, this would be a good way to close out. Um, Hang on a second, guys. Hang on a second, guys. Dude, did you just see the the news? I I, Matt, I think I know what you're talking Matt about. Matt Murdock is Daredevil. God damn it, Matt. No way. I knew it. Holy shit. <sighs> Dude, we got to end it on this, man. We, we I got to look into this some more. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.